the purpose of your media kit is to put your best foot forward. So you always want to keep that in mind. And also an optional thing you can potentially include in your media kit is a list of services. Welcome to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Lee, and I'll be sharing industry knowledge and social media tips through weekly interviews with established creators and Q&A sessions. Our goal is to help you decode social media, become a full-time influencer, and do what you love for a living. Let's dive in. Hello, creators. Welcome back to another mini-sode. In today's mini-sode, we will be discussing what you should be putting in your media kit. In case you don't know what a media kit is, it is essentially like your digital portfolio or resume, and you would send it to brands in your email, whether that's in the form of a PDF attachment or a link to a download link, or it's just like a link to a website. Any of those could work. Oftentimes this comes in either a one page format or a three page format or even more pages like my media kit. I think it has like seven or eight pages. So what is the purpose of a media kit? A media kit should really be able to give brands at a quick glance a great idea of what your brand is about, what your major statistics are, what your demographics are, and then how they could potentially partner with you and benefit from working with you. So when brands see your media kit, it should immediately, first of all, give them clarity, but also it should make you look very professional. And not only should your media kit provide all of this information, information and give brands clarity to understand who you are, it will also help you look much more professional as a creator. So let's go through one by one what you want to put in your media kit. The first thing that you want to put in there usually is your brand story. So your name, you know, maybe your handle if that is different, and then your brand story. So your brand stories is essentially why you started your page, what the purpose of your page. So is it to educate millennial women on how to travel solo? Or is it to help people discover how to be more sustainable in life? You know, so So what is the purpose of your page? What is the story behind why you started this page? That is your brand story. This would usually be a short paragraph so that it is quick and straight to the point. You don't need to go into your full life story with a full background. Brands don't really need to know too much detail in order to know whether you are a good fit to work with, but they do want to get to know you a little bit better and especially to know your brand a bit better. After that, you want to include your basic stats. For example, This would be your follower count and your engagement rate. These two are the most important metrics that no matter what you do have to include in your media kit. There may be other things like monthly impressions or let's say your reels are popping off and you have a total of 100 million views on your reels. Like that could be a very impressive number that you also can include in there if it works in your favor. Now, a little bit about these stats. Other than the must include, the other numbers, how you want to phrase them or how you want to present them like your monthly impressions or your total reels views or let's say engagement on reach which is how many people engaged out of the people that you actually reached like if you have really good stats for these then you absolutely can phrase it in a way that positions you better that makes your account sound very far reaching right the point of a media kit is to put your best foot forward and to describe your page and give brands a good idea of how much reach you have or how much influence like real influence you have and not necessarily just your follower account so you want to showcase the numbers that work best in your 
favor. Next, after your stats, you also want to include your demographics. So this would mean、uh, your female to male ratio, because usually this is a very important metric that brands would look like if you're reaching out to brands that are trying to target a female audience. But then you have a high male ratio, then they would be able to see that, and then they would know that maybe this isn't the best fit. But let's say if you're targeting, let's say tech products or any other product that is mostly male oriented, and then you have a higher male ratio, then this is something that can work in your favor. So there's no right or wrong to this. There's no such thing as like, oh, a higher female demographic is better or a half half demographic is better. It completely depends on your niche, on what type of brands you're trying to work with, and what your personal brand is like. You also want to include what country your audience is mostly from. Usually, we would include three to four, maybe even up to five of the main countries listed in order of what's the main country down to the next few that are followed by that. And that is just so that brands understand who they are actually targeting when they work with you. And then, lastly, I would also Recommend you put in any brand campaigns that you have done before. Now this could be gifted or paid; it's up to you. But you want to showcase the best brands that you have worked with. So, for example, let's say you have worked with the Radisson Blue Hotel for a even if it's a media rate stay, but you produced content for them, so it was a proper partnership. Then you absolutely want to put that campaign and their brand, their logo into your media kit. Some people, you know, if they've worked with a lot of Brands and they can just put a list of all of the logos and just sort of list them out. And if you haven't worked with that many brands before, but you have a few under your belt with images or videos that you can showcase, then you can absolutely include it like a small case study, like put in some photos and then the stats or just the brand that you worked with. You can even include a small paragraph on how this campaign did and what sort of conversion you brought to the brand or what type of imagery or storytelling you did for the brand that provided value. For their marketing needs. Now, this is a great place to showcase、um, your experience in brand campaigns, and brands will be able to see, like, oh, this is actually an influencer who understands how to create content that is suitable for us. Now, if you haven't worked with any brands before, don't worry. You can actually put in images or videos or any campaigns that are not technically brand work, but maybe let's say you went on a full-on trip to Japan and you have made. A lot of images that could be suitable for the tourism board there, or could be suitable for a hotel chain. Then you can put that into a small case study or like a storytelling, visual storytelling page where you showcase what you're capable of creating. Because just because you haven't been paid yet or you haven't gotten gifted campaigns yet, doesn't mean you're not capable of creating those imagery of creating that content. So then you can also showcase it in that way. You just need to kind of. Of explain it, and you can call it like storytelling through images or storytelling through reels, and then showcase any of the notable numbers, or it might not even be numbers or stats. Like if you still have a lower follower count and you don't have a lot of impressions, but you have fantastic imagery or really great reels, then you can showcase that instead and focus on the visuals versus focusing on the numbers and the reach that you might not yet have. 
So again, like I said, the purpose of your media kit is to put your best foot forward. So you always want to keep that in mind. And also an optional thing you can potentially include in your media kit is a list of services. So what types of services you provide, for example, in feed posting, content creation for the brand itself, like user generated content, hosting events, event appearance. So there's a variety of services that you can provide and it is optional for you to list it out. I don't think it's absolutely necessary to include this, but it's something that is nice to have. And also another optional thing is if you have any testimonials from your followers or people who DM you asking for recommendations and then they show you that they purchased the item. And if that is on brand with your niche, then you want to include that in your page as well. So what this does is it shows to brands that you have that engagement, that you have that influence, that you're able to get people to convert and buy certain things, right? So that's a optional good thing to include if you do have that. It's like a list of testimonials. And similarly, you can do the same with brands that you have worked with before. If you have worked with brands before, whether that's on a gifted or paid basis, and they have had a great experience with you, you can ask them for a brief testimonial. It could be one or two sentences, and you can ask for their permission to quote them and just use that and put it in your media kit as a testimonial section so that brands know that you're a professional content creator. You're a punctual one, and you're one that delivers content that other brands love. So lastly, I do get this question a lot. Before I end this episode, I want to mention that typically these stats are within the last 30 to 90 days because it's only really relevant if it's within the last 90 days, right? If you are putting stats that's like a year ago, then it's not so relevant and it will really need some updating. So that is the general range that I would recommend up to 90 days, but there is no hard rule for this. There is no like rule out there for brands saying like you have to give us stats within the last 30 days or 90 days. That's not exactly like a written rule anyway, but that's just a good guideline. So I hope this mini episode gave you a good idea of what you should be putting in your media kit, what the purpose of it is, and some of the details of what goes into one. Now we actually have created a three page media kit and we are giving it for free to live attendees who join our free live training on April 22nd. This is a live training where I will be sharing the five secrets to succeeding as an influencer in 2023. It is updated and it also includes strategies and insights that I haven't seen other influencer coaches teach. So you can sign up by heading to SuccessfulInfluencer.com slash live and just make sure to save this to your calendar so that you don't miss it because again, like I said, live attendees will be receiving this media kit template. This will really save you so much time because if you have to create a media kit from scratch, that is so much work. Trust me, it took me so long to create my media kit and also to create this media kit template. So definitely take advantage of that. I'm really excited to see you at the live. Another thing is this media kit is actually included in our brand pitching starter kit. And this kit includes not just a media kit, but also our FDI rate calculator so that you can calculate your rates and know what to charge and know your worth and negotiate your worth. And also it includes an influencer platform master list. So this is a list of 50 plus influencer platforms that you can start signing onto so that you can get noticed, get reached out to, and also apply for user-generated content gigs, for content creation gigs, for pay paid gigs, for gifted gigs, you know, so all those kinds of things on these platforms, you can sign up. So definitely don't miss this live training. All right. I'm so excited to see you live on April 22nd. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. 
Thanks again for tuning in to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who could benefit from it. And I'll see you in the next one.